Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up three and three quarters at 5.84 and a quarter. January soybeans up three and a half cents at 12.76 and a half. December Chicago wheat up one and a quarter at 8.57 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat is up five at 8.84 and a quarter. December spring wheat up one and three quarters at 10.40. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a rating or review. I could use some more reviews on that Apple podcast app in particular if you are listening there. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like these videos. My goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers. I think we hit 3,200 yesterday, so help me to do that. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. I've got a subscription service. You can sign up for it. It's $49.99 a month. Um, For that $49.99 a month, you will get my morning email every business day. This goes out uh, just before I start these live streams, and that includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of aware of uh, daily charts, graphics, all the weather information you'll ever need, all of my grain marketing recommendations. I essentially advise my customers in regard to cash sales. They're broken down by crop, by crop year, by by percentage. I lay out specific targets when it comes to capture and carry, all sorts of different stuff. Um, There are subscriber-only videos where I cover a whole bunch of different topics. Check this deal out, guys. $49.99 a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. We had the highest close in the corn market since July 1st yesterday in your uh, most heavily traded March corn futures contract. And uh, here's your chart. 588 and a quarter was the close. That was, again, the best uh, close for that contract since July 1st. So you've got a lot of factors here. Large speculators continue to add length in the corn market. The funds are long, well north of 300,000 contracts. Ethanol plants around the country are uh, bidding aggressively for corn, which has impacted uh, probably both the board and the basis market in particular. You've also got uncertainty regarding the acreage situation for next year. A lot of traders and analysts believe that uh, we could lose 2 million, 3 million, 4 million acres of corn in this country, uh, not because of the prices, but because of the fertilizer situation. Uh, we know that fertilizer prices are sky high. Uh, availability is um, uh, uh, much, much different. It varies drastically. It's just the product just simply isn't available in some areas of the country. So that's an issue. So we've got a lot of uh, kind of positive irons in the fire here. Now you look at this chart and and we've kind of actually consolidated in this area. Um, you'd really like to see this thing break out above this high from uh, earlier this month. But that was a really good looking close yesterday. Winter wheat futures also went to some fresh highs. Here's your Kansas City chart, the uh, March contract again into what highest trade in nine years. Um, I talked yesterday about the big loss in quality in Australia's wheat crop, and that remains a big issue. A lot of the wheat in Australia will be downgraded eventually um, at harvest, of course, before delivery from uh, you know milling grade to feed grade. So it's going to kind of shake up the export situation, and, and Australia is a big wheat exporter. Your other issue, and, and I, I think this is an issue with wheat, is this Russia-Ukraine, uh, the, the potential for a military conflict there. If you have any sort of disruption in the Black Sea region, I think that's a friendly item. I think it's it's an uncertainty. Uh, the older stories, of course, short crops in a whole bunch of places, the U.S. and Canada in particular. So you've got a lot of positive things going for the wheat market, which has just been uh, absolutely on fire here as of late. We should see uh, row crop harvest in the U.S. and also winter wheat planting 
wrap up pretty quickly here. We've got a pretty dry uh, streak of weather coming in here to the Corn Belt. And even past the next seven days, uh, the, the forecast is calling for below normal precipitation out through the 10-day period. So we're very close to wrapping up corn harvest, very close to wrapping up soybean harvest, and very close to completing uh, winter wheat planting. I believe all that stuff's going to happen here and, and will be done you know, within the next two weeks, certainly, in the vast, vast majority of areas. So rainfall, pretty limited here. So we had this story yesterday, and I'm going to update you on this a little bit. The uh, U.S. and the Biden administration planning to release 50 million barrels of crude oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, or the SPR. You may see it quoted that way in the news. The move, of course, is an attempt to tame rising fuel costs and the rising costs of gasoline in this country has become a hot button issue uh, politically and uh, it's it's pressured the administration to act. There are other countries involved here. China, India, South Korea, Japan, Britain also plan to release reserves. Biden said this yesterday. I told you before we're going to take action on these problems. That's exactly what we're doing. That's what he said in remarks. It will take time, but before long, you should see the price of gas drop where you fill up your tank. And in the longer term, we will reduce our reliance on oil as we shift to clean energy. Uh, this move, you've got to look at the mathematics of it first. So here's your chart. U.S. product supplied of crude oil and other petroleum products. We use 20 and a half, 20, just over 20 million barrels of oil per day. The reserve, they're going to release 50 million barrels. 50 million divided by 20 and a half is 2.44 days worth not even three days worth of oil is what they're releasing. So materially, I don't think that this is going to have much of an impact at all. The crude oil market finished sharply higher following this announcement yesterday. With a move like this, you run the risk of this situation backfiring in regard to OPEC. OPEC gets upset with the situation, uh, they could slow production, and that would be very friendly to market. OPEC is still not happy at all about what happened in, in spring of, of last year when crude oil prices went negative because of all these lockdowns and stuff. And they don't want that to happen again. And you have lockdowns emerging again in some areas of Europe and other places. So OPEC has no interest in acting here. And uh, this this release of reserves from the administration is, is like I said, it's not even three days worth of, of oil demand. So uh, this is still a problematic situation. Uh, I think oil still has a story here despite this. The U.S. dollar trades into some fresh highs again this morning. Your most well-followed version of the dollar index at its best level since July 10th of 2020. So very strong. A lot of this has to do with uh, weakness in the euro currency. And of course, the euro is is uh, the most heavily weighted currency when it comes to this dollar index. Uh, in regard to the euro, you've got a whole bunch of problems. Rising COVID cases. They're now doing lo uh, lockdowns in Austria again. They're going to do lockdowns in Germany, I think. Um, they have no interest at all in Europe in hiking interest rates, whereas in the U.S., we're planning our first post-COVID rate hike sometime in mid to late 2022. So the dollar very strong. And despite that, the commodity markets are very, very strong. And those are usually not two things that you see simultaneously, but that's exactly what we're seeing here. Remember guys, December grain options expire Friday. Uh, make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. In regard to the holiday, we have a normal close in the grain markets today, 1.20 PM central. Following that normal close, we will reopen Friday morning at 
12.30. And then we've got an early close Friday at 12.05 p.m. Central. So we're only trading three and a half hours on Friday, but we do have that option expiration on Friday. Uh, ethanol production will be out today. Export sales delayed until Friday. Cattle market had a nice day yesterday. I believe there were some reports of some uh, better cash cattle trade. We'll see if anything develops today with this holiday week. On the outside markets, the dollar again higher. The S&P is down 14. Uh, the Dow Jones down 140. Bonds are about flat. Precious metals flat. Crude oil is um, uh, just sitting about unchanged, 77.92 in that Feb uh, WTI contract. Uh, have a great day, guys. I will not be here on Friday. No video Friday, so I'll talk to you Monday. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, see you next week.